0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, The Business of Tech.
1: Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. The Parliament is back, of course. As we saw yesterday, the 100 day clock is still ticking and we have work to do. So 2024 is underway. Prime Minister Christopher Luxon's with us. Very good morning. Good morning, Mike, and happy new year. Happy new year to you too. This UN funding you said yesterday until the foreign minister is satisfied, what's he need to see to be satisfied?
0: Well, look, I mean, we need to understand these uh, allegations are incredibly serious. They need to be properly understood. They need to be properly investigated and urgently. Um, to give you a feel for it, Mike, uh, we make about a million dollar contribution to uh, UNRWA um, each year, uh, and um, what we're saying is, look, we're actually not going to make any further contributions until the Minister of Foreign Affairs is comfortable doing so. Uh, there's obviously a UN investigation underway; we'll take that very seriously. Uh, but we're obviously still committed to humanitarian response. We've, you know, in the, in the caretaker period, uh, the former Prime Minister and myself agreed that we would spend ten million dollars. Through the International Red Cross and also through the World Food Programme, so New Zealand is supporting uh, humanitarian assistance in Gaza. It's just that we will, um, with you know, we're not making any further contributions until we're confident, given the serious nature of those allegations. Do you
1: believe what Israel says?
0: Well, I don't know, and that's why we need to make sure that we are very confident that actually. Historically, it's been an organisation, as you know, that delivers a lot of aid uh, into the the region. Uh, It's an important uh, organisation. The the allegations are pretty concerning and and very serious. Uh, We want to make sure that um, that's been sorted before we actually put any Ah, further money there.
1: so, So you want to be confident that it won't happen again? You don't doubt that it did happen?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, all I've heard is the same allegations that you've heard through media, our reports. What we said is concerning enough for us to actually say we won't make any further contributions until we're confident uh, in the, in the integrity yeah. of that organisation. But, but
1: that's what I'm trying to work out. If it did happen and the Israelis are right, then is that the end of the funding? Or is it if it did happen and the Israelis are right and they say, we're never going to let it happen again, we're really sorry, is that good enough? Is that the reassurance you're well, looking
0: well, yeah, I mean, I want to be reassured that that's an organisation that isn't dealing with Hamas uh, and actually isn't uh, influenced or, or um, by Hamas, and that's what uh, the foreign minister
1: will look into. Okay. While we're on the subject of defence, I watched that Red Sea debate yesterday. What are people's problems with the Red Sea? I mean, we either contribute something or we don't. We can't be outliers, can we?
0: Yeah, well, we either have values and principles that we stand up for. We're a small trading nation of 5 million people in a world of 8 billion. Um, we actually have 15% of global exports going through that piece of water. New Zealand has anywhere from 10 to 20% of its imports and exports going through there. Uh, we believe in the freedom of navigation. We believe in international uh, law being upheld. What the Hooties are doing is illegal. It's indiscriminate. I think there's only 60 countries impacted 30 plus attacks Uh, and what we're saying is we've got to back it up and so um, Mm. you know it's all very well making the statements in the words but um, sending six of our NZDF personnel with good capability there uh, to work alongside our coalition partners is actually acting in New Zealand's national interest and that's what this is about and so they're called defence for a reason which is to defend our interests and it's important to back it
1: up and that's what we feel we have to do. And the irony of that being uh, the reportage yesterday I'm reading about the SAS and special payments $30,000 to keep them from leaving is that true?
0: Um, I'm not sure about that. Uh, That's something that I need to ask Defence Minister Collins. But uh, what I'd say to you is we do understand that oil challenges and defence spent a tough time under the previous government. Um, What we're asking them to do is to generate savings to make sure any inefficiencies that they've got uh, any savings that can be made are made but those savings are recycled into the frontline services and improving our capability and then in addition it's likely for defence that they will make a budget bid uh, we've invited them to do so and as we go through the budgets, uh, there are places like health and education and defence that we acknowledge that we'll need to spend more money given cost pressures and challenges that they're facing so um, you know we, we have a job to do on defence uh, it's important because Actually, foreign affairs, defence, security, intelligence, trade, uh, all of those issues are linked together. And this is a country that I think has lost some influence internationally, and we need to get out there in the world and hustle. That's why you're seeing trade, Minister um, McClay out there to um, uh, the Middle East, to India. Uh, Singapore already, you've seen uh, Foreign Minister um, uh, Peters, I think he's spoken to most of the foreign ministers around the world now, and this has been his goal. Uh, he's, that. he's out visiting again the to Tonga, Samoa, Cook Islands, he's off to Australia today, uh, with Defence Minister uh, Collins as well, with their counterparts. Uh, we want to be good partners, and uh, we also want to have our independent foreign policy, but we want to make sure that we are working well with our like minded partners.
1: Okay. As far as the police were concerned, I was watching Question Time yesterday. I think Ginny got Mark. When did you tell us your promise of 500 extra police would be over three years, not two?
0: Yeah, well, our commitment is 500 more police officers in the first two years of Parliament. And so that has been our coalition agreement. That's our commitment. That remains our commitment. Mark may not have expressed himself as well as he should have. what he was trying to reflect, actually, in, in the questioning was, actually, there are major challenges that police face in actually driving that recruitment. You know, we've had high levels of attrition, and as he's got his head under, you know, feet under the desk, you can see the mess that he's been left in terms of high levels of attrition. We've got those Australian recruitment campaigns that have had some effectiveness, and actually... The bigger issue is when you look forward, there's actually a future passing test of demographics of retirement. Now, all of that is interesting to a point, um, but uh, it's not a goal that uh, the government's prepared to back down. We know it's challenging, we know it's difficult, um, but we remain committed to 500 more police officers in the two years. Uh, and um, we shouldn't just give up and change the target because it's hard. Um, okay,
1: okay, because you must have known up. that going in. I mean, the business of recruitment of the Australians being there, We we all knew, I knew that.
0: Yeah, no, no, I appreciate it. It was challenging, but our goal remains 500 plus okay. in the first two
1: years. Of the so the Labor claim is wrong. So he, he, he certainly seemed to indicate there was over three years. It's not. It's over two years, as you said you would deliver. So Labor's claim that you back down is wrong. That's right. Mark could have expressed
0: himself better. I'm sure he'll be on your show talking to you about that in, in a wee while. But, um, but the bottom line is, look, you know, what he's facing up to is the challenges that police have. Um, he's pushing the police incredibly hard to make sure that they drive recruitment as high as possible. But also, importantly, they do what we're asking them to do, which is to get crime down.
1: OK. David Seymour, do you have a problem with David Seymour's policy to have a look at this business of the treaty or not?
0: Look, we've agreed. You know, no, you I know, know what you've agreed.
1: agreed. agreed. Yeah, do you bit, have a problem yeah, with but- it?
0: Uh, well, I mean, um, we don't support it as a national party. It's not our policy to take a tree principles bill into a referendum. We don't think that's helpful. It's a big part of ACTS policy, and we respect them as a party. That's important to them. In uh, the coalition agreements, uh, where we came to was a compromise, where we said, well, OK, this coalition government will support its first reading. There's no commitment and intention. Of no, to take it beyond that. What's, what's uh, wrong with
1: it, though? I, I, to, to prevent it. I just don't understand what the problem All the guy wants to do is talk about it. What's wrong with that?
0: Well, look, I think there's a way, in with, you know, the bottom line is we are talking about it. We've been talking about it for 180 years. Yeah, but only, uh, yeah, only to a point, was,
1: and it's the select committee well, stage, and at that point we don't want to talk about it anymore. What's wrong with talking about it well, and having a debate?
0: Well, there will be an aeration of, of the debate uh, that will happen through the select committee process. That's a chance for all members of the public across New Zealand to have a contribution into that debate and that discussion. Um, personally, I just don't think it's an in, in National party point of view. Uh, we don't think it's helpful going on to a referendum from there, and that's why we said we'll support it until first reading, but
1: there's no commitment beyond that period of time. Could you what change you your mind? Like? Because is his, his whole that... argument is that through you know debate, you can change people's minds. Are you open to having your mind changed, or are we done?
0: Well, from a National Party point of view, as a National Party leader, that is not a position that we uh, support at all as a party. You know that before the election campaign, we're pretty strong on that. I appreciate the ACT Party has the reverse position. They're very strong on that. They think that's a very important thing to go to a referendum. We came to a compromise where there will be an aeration of those issues, an opportunity for it to face in a select committee process. Uh, but, you know, from my point of view, look, the treaty is... Uh, forms of relationship between Crown and Iwi. It's akin to a partnership. Uh, what that actually has been meaning, and, and we've been working our way through that over 180 years, uh, and we'll continue to do so. So, you know, that is the, the daily practice. The bigger issue here, frankly, in Māoridon, is the abysmal outcomes that we have seen for Māori. Uh, when you've got two thirds of your Māori kids not in school, really, that's a big problem for our future. Uh, when we look at what's happening economically on housing, on health, uh, and, um, on, as victims of crime, those are the issues that I've been talking to iwi leaders about that they want to partner with this government on and actually mm. get some results because they went backwards under the last government despite all the rhetoric, despite all the words, despite all the, 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 the conversation. Um, the reality is Māori went backwards as did every other New Zealander across this country. So we're serious about improving outcomes. That's where the focus of the conversation would be. Yep, I appreciate there'll be a bit of... A conversation on these three principles still. Um, we've got a way for handling that it's a compromise between ACT and National uh, it's a pragmatic solution uh, and I think um, you know there'll be an narration of the conversation um, and I'm no doubt there'll be some of that conversation in Waitangi as well
1: Is the Waitangi Tribunal too activist?
0: Um well again, you know, one of our broader thoughts is that and it's not just us, it's it's um, you know, if you hear people like Chris Finlayson saying as treaty settlements have come to an end, it's quite uh, entirely appropriate to actually sort of start to think about what is the future role of the Waitangi Tribunal and those are questions that we do need to address. Exactly. To
1: and isn't end. that what David Seymour's trying to do? It's all he's trying to do. And as Shane Jones quite rightly said, it said this is government business, not tribunal business that this is a mania well, and what you've seen the trip, on the uh, Mariah over the holiday period are just crazy people who have misread everything and the whole thing's blown up.
0: Well, I would just say to you, you know, having met with EV leaders you know, for the last year and a half on a regular basis and having you know, even just recently was tight in my car for a couple of hours you know, all of their leadership team and, and governance group, honestly, uh, yep, um, you know, there's some angst around the Treaty Principles Bill and where that's all going and what that all means, and I get that, um, and there's a lot of conversation in the media about that. But actually, the bigger conversations are actually happening on how to work with government. And they are quite excited about wanting to work with government together on doing this stuff. You know, if you just take something as simple as you're serious about improving Maori kids and their healthcare, well, actually, you need to get under two-year-olds immunised. At the moment, 71% of Maori kids are immunised. Across the country, it's 83 The whole country needs to lift to 90%. Uh, and so we've actually partnered with some Māori health organisation Right, here are the targets. Let's go for it. Spend $50 million, but we're expecting this delivery, uh, and they're really effective at doing that and very good at doing that. That's where our conversations okay. are going, because that's actually what matters.
1: Good stuff. We'll catch up again soon. Appreciate it very much. Christopher Luxon, Prime Minister, a busy year ahead. You can hear it, can't you? For more from the Mike
0: Hosking Breakfast, listen live to Newstalk ZB from 6am weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.